You just blew out everybody's eardrums. <laughs> hey, folks, welcome to Not to Interrupt. I'm Jared, and this is Leah. Yay! Which Woo! is why I did the first episode. And um, we're coming at you from a much more recent time than we were in, in part two. Um, coming at you from the middle of being isolated as fuck. Yay! Yay. And um, you might notice some extra noises or some extra maybe bad audio quality maybe. That's because we are not in the same fucking room like we were last time. <laughs> Leah is at her house. I'm at my house. We are looking at each other on a screen in the dystopian future we now live in. So, <laughs> so be it. Oh, what can you do? What can you do? Let's give a little bit of that ASMR ice sounds oh for the people. <laughs> and yes, we are drinking as well, so that's exciting. Um, we may have an interruption midway through this. We are recording this on a Friday night. No, Saturday night. I don't even know what fucking day I it is. I almost thought it was Friday <laughs> as well. <laughs> on a Saturday night, and it's sort of almost dinner time. So I think Leah will probably get an interruption to go eat pizza, and then I'll go eat something that won't be as good as pizza. Because I don't have any pizza in my house. <laughs> and I, as soon as you mentioned that to me, Leah, I was like, fuck. Fuck, I no, now. I want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I want pizza so fucking bad. Anyway, that's fine. Um, all right, so what are we going to talk about today, Leah? What's the plan? Um, well, the first thing I wanted to talk about was um, what we're doing in isolation to keep busy. Keeping busy. Just to give you some context, if you're listening to this in the future... When this is but a footnote in the creation of our powerful overlords. Um, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, it is, well, I assume it's the middle. I fucking hope it's the middle and not just the beginning. Um, it is uh, March, no, March, April of 2020. So, sorry about the interruption. Just thought I'd give people some context. Continue. Um, so, me, what have I been doing? Um, I... Cleaned my room, which I'd been mm-hmm. putting off for ages. So that's good. Excellent. And I excellent. did a shit ton of washing. Like, I had washing all over the floor, piled up in a basket, and I finally got through all of that. And then I had like three massive piles of clothes in another room that I had to put away, and I've put all that away. So, like, now when I walk <laughs> in my room, there's not clothes on the floor. And. It's that's good. great. It's like, yeah. I don't feel like shit when I walk into my room anymore. I'm actually like, oh, that's right. It's clean now. <laughs> I mean, doing a clean, man, that's like, that's self-care 101, right? I did that like last weekend and it was the fucking best. I can, yeah, I can see my floor now. Yeah. It does give you a little bit of a mood boost, I guess, because you don't want to be like literally sitting in trash. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, for me, I actually find it affects my sleep, even though obviously I'm sleeping with the lights out. Um, even though I know we're sleeping, I'm sleeping with the lights out. That's really interesting. I it's tell probably you because um, you know that, like, you have to fix that, but you're like, I don't want to fix it. But then you're like, I should fix it, and it's just on your mind, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, so just very quickly, I was just I just pulled up Anchor just to make sure we didn't get any audio um audio messages from our listeners. By the way, guys, we are on Anchor. Um, so if you go seek us out in Anchor, you can leave us audio messages. Um, we didn't know we were going to be putting this up through Anchor last podcast, so I didn't say that. Um, but I've gone on there, and just a little bit of behind the curtains, 94% Australian, which is not, like, shocking. 5%, which that, that doesn't add up, there's 1% missing, but anyway, 5% uh, United States. 
Yay. Who's been listening from America? <laughs> um, I, I do have friends in the states. Maybe it's a maybe it's a maybe, maybe it's an so. American friend. I'd like to think it's just some random who stumbled upon it, which would be amazing. That would be cool. All right. Anyway, sorry to interrupt that, but I just saw that and thought, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, that's awesome. We've got By some transatlantic way, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna, if anyone's gonna do um, audio messages, please don't make them inappropriate. I swear to God, it's going to piss me off if they Yeah, are. yeah, keep it unappropriate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to fucking, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to, what's that called? Like, I'm going to go through them and make, I'm going to vet them. That's what I was looking for. I'm going to vet them and make sure they're yeah. not like racist or anything like that. Because if, if they're really, I mean, you can ask us weird questions if you want, but if they're really inappropriate, we're just not going to put them on the fucking podcast. Also, you probably don't know this because you're not a, uh, you may or may not be a content creator, don't have any music or any shit in the background because then we really can't put that on YouTube because we'll get fucking flagged. So don't do that either. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, we, we, we really welcome that shit. Um, as we do also emails at um, nottointerrupt at gmail.com, which um, you can email us with questions, suggestions, hate mail if you really want. We're just going to ignore it. So feel free to <laughs> send us anything, really. <laughs> so what else have you been doing? Anything else interesting? Um, other than that, what else did I do? Um, I've had time to record, not so much uh, recently, but a bit like a couple of weeks earlier, recorded mm. a couple of gaming videos, which I've now edited two of them. I need okay. to edit the third one. And I started recording a fourth one, but then halfway through the light that I'm using here, which is extra bright. It is extra bright, yeah. Um, that died halfway through the recording, so I was just like, oh, oh fuck it, I give up. So I'm like, I'll just start recording it, like, some other time. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. You. Excellent. I was going to tell you off the air what I was actually starting to do um, video-wise before we started recording, but I won't tell you on the podcast because it's, it's a new idea and I don't want to air it out in public. don't spoil but, it. But yeah, but I've been spending... But I'll say I have been spending all day going through certain kinds of footage and um, like scouring through it and editing it and just trying to get bits of it and trying to turn it into something else. And oh my God, like it's been a lot of fun, but oh fuck, I forgot how like laborious it is to go through stuff. Yeah. And that's not even footage of me. If it was footage of me, I'd hate it. But uh, it's more me editing like stuff that already exists and just turning it into something else. So that was like really like, oh, okay, shit. This is a fucking nightmare. But it's good. Next it's got a lot of fun, level. and it's creative, isn't like, yeah. For though, I don't know how everybody else is going out there, but um, yeah, it's it's funny because people are probably going to look back on this, or people who weren't involved in it will probably um, just look at it and go like, ah, oh, that surely that wasn't that difficult. Um, dealing with just having to be at home and stuff, but it's all like, I mean, you and me are lucky. Um, as I mentioned on the intro I made for episode two, we both still have jobs. Um, yeah. And places to live. We're both pretty much living like situations where if we couldn't pay rent we wouldn't be out in the fucking street which is nice because we live a family um but even putting that aside it's the like you don't know what, where you, can, you can't go anywhere you can't you don't know what's going to happen in the future it's just very like you're a little too young probably to remember really how like going through a 9-11 world was but like yeah no i don't yeah really. see i lived in the pre-9-11 world and like i remember jumping on planes and there was no security really and just everything was very different and then seeing the way the world changed after 9-11. So I'm like really tense as well about this whole thing of like, how will the world change after this permanently? Yeah, I'm because curious <laughs> to see what sort of things will change. And it's interesting at the fact that I will literally be living 
these changes. Like, yeah, it's so weird to think about. Like, I'm living through something that's going to be in history books one day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, 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 yeah, I mean, hopefully it's the worst thing to happen in our lifetimes. <laughs> hopefully. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go too far into like things people think might happen next, but uh, it's, it is yeah, like I it's don't that even meme that was floating around. Shit. No, even do I, even do I. And that's the thing, guys. You've probably heard a lot of like COVID shit on your favorite podcast. We're going to keep this pretty light today. Um, we don't want it to get too deep and too too evil or angry. Um, I don't know. For me, I suppose I've been doing a lot of like thinking, planning for the future. A lot of I've been trying to do more reading. Um, you and me both dabble in the in the writing world, so yes. I've been trying to get back into that. I saw you doing some research and stuff and planning, so. I hope you're going to get something out there. I can read it. That'd be good. Yes, that was all yesterday. I spent the whole day just thinking about and researching what I want my books to be like. And I decided that I wanted it to be more than one. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be a long (laughs) process. Um, But yeah, I finally wrote out like a full-on plot line for each book yeah and I'm really happy that I did that because now I can like I kept putting it off and just like not wanting to think about it because I'm like oh it's just too much effort like I just I don't feel like it and then I couldn't write anything because like I don't have a plot to go off so I'm like what's the point of writing if I'm just going to delete it later because it doesn't go with whatever plot I wanted a hundred percent, yeah. But yeah, now I have a plot, so I have something to at least work from. Nice. Yeah, I mean, have knowing where it goes, I think, is really important because then you know the steps that need to lead you there. Like, yeah, so I don't end up writing like yeah. mindless chapters that literally go nowhere and that don't add anything to where it's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's also like, if you don't know where it's got to go, I think you just find it gets a little rambly. Like yeah. it gets a little like, like you know, dragged Jim out goes here. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing they talk about in, I don't know if they talk about it in writing or not. They talk it like as in prose, which is what you're doing, but they talk about it a lot in script writing um, where something should always be something, um, something happened. And because that happened, this then happened. It shouldn't be something happened and then something else happened. And that's like bad script writing. And you, we, I'm, everybody, when you go watch a movie, you'll notice these bad movies where like they kind of seem like gibberish. And it's because the plot line is Jim went to the supermarket and an alien showed up and he found a gun and he attacked the alien. And then this happened. <laughs> like instead of it being like Jim went to the supermarket, found a weird little cube because of that. He activated like a portal. Like, you know, it, it's got to be like, and even that's not a great example, but it's got to be something that like the actions have to lead into each other. It can't just be a bunch of mindless rubbish. Otherwise, yeah. why am I watching it? Or why yeah. am I reading it? Things have got to book- connect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly you know, right. They gotta, can't just keep writing about this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Because that, that's like grade school writing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you exactly. got told it's, to write yeah. something in like <laughs> the younger years and you just wrote, I went here and then Jim did this and then blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that is so yep. fucking boring. Yeah, it's it's pretty much fucking just nightmarish. It's it's too much too. Like um, writing's hard enough on its own without having an actual fucking plan. Um, 
which I say that having said that, I, the one I'm right, the one I'm writing right now, I do have a plan now, but I don't write it down like you do. I just sort of sometimes I do, but I never like. If I write it down, I never look at it again, because I have such good memory. I just yeah, I, I tend to just know. <laughs> I'll write down like single sentences. Like if I think of like. Like, I thought of a really good little sentence the other day, so I recorded myself saying it because I was driving and couldn't, like, write it down. And I'll write it down later. So I'll keep, like, sentences, like, saved on my iPad. But if I've got, like, a plot plan for something, I won't ever really write it down most of the time. I'll just sort of think it through and go, okay, I know what that is now. And then I'll go about my business, you know? Yeah, that's weird. Like, I had I had to write mine down. Otherwise, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just stall at writing because I need the rules to be there I need the direction otherwise I feel like it's so pointless yeah and I think that's I mean I don't know I also don't know what genre you're writing so it's always a good idea to write especially if it's not completely routed in reality it's a very good idea to know everything the fantasy type stuff so it's like yeah okay creating your own universe so you've got to have some things sort of laid out like People can do this, and people can't do that. Like this is a thing, and this is not a yep, thing. Yep. Like it's not as black and white as a story existing in our current world would be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do world building, which means you really do have to keep an eye on everything. Yeah. Um, I don't like. I'm- I have to. I have to have that timeline there so that I don't end up like contradicting myself, saying this. Yeah. This is not a thing, but then later on, make it a thing, and then just forget and not address it because that's yeah, just going to confuse people like oh, you said at the start that doesn't happen yeah keep those st- i mean fuck so there's so many writers out there that could do with learning that where it's like keep a good track of your mythology like if you're going to invent especially if you're going to have any kind of magic in your world make sure the magic has se- clear-cut real rules that you never disobey I yeah. mean, there are so many and bad if, movies. If, if no. you do disobey the rules, explain why and how that happened instead of just saying exactly. it happened. It's just a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened because magic, because this. It's like, no, you can't do that. You need to, like, because you need the person feasibly to figure out what's going on. Like, in any movie or book or anything, somebody should be able to predict what's going to happen reasonably by knowing what's happening in your world. If yeah. they can't do that, they're not invested in the world. Like, I've seen, like, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. I, I haven't read as many books like this, but I've certainly seen some movies where there's magic involved, and I honestly don't know what the rules of the magic are. And because of that, it's like, well, this character could do anything they want, really. Like, yeah. this character could jump through a fucking portal, and I wouldn't know if they could do that because I don't know what their powers are. I think Doctor Sleep was a little bit like that. I watched Doctor Sleep relatively recently. I really liked it. But I they love didn't that movie. Really... It's actually yeah, really it good. good. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. A but little bit there confusing are bits of it. if you don't know like the the other like the original the and that type yeah. of thing. A little yeah, bit see, confusing. I'm a big... That confused the shit out of me. But by the end, I was like, mm, no, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think they did a good enough job that you could watch it having never seen The Shining. But I'm a big fan of The Shining, so because of that. I was I, I knew what was going on, but there were certainly moments where, I was, like, looking back on it, where I'm like, "Wait, why do they? Why can they do that? They never really explain." There were certain bits of it where just like, "Oh, I don't know what the limits of anybody's powers are, really." Like, I kind of know who's more powerful than who else, and that's about it. I don't actually know what they're capable of doing, and I suppose yeah. you could argue neither the day in the in them in the story, but 
Yeah, that's just like a bit of sloppy writing, kind of. Yeah, um, you have to have although, some kind of limitations to what people can do. Otherwise, yeah. it makes the characters seem too overpowered. Exactly. I'm sure that's the way the Harry Potter movies feel to someone who'd never read the Harry Potter books. Because I read the Harry Potter books as a kid, I feel like I may have brought some of the knowledge of what those rules are to the movie. So I never noticed like, oh, I don't know what the fuck wizards can do. Whereas like, even though J.K. Rowling isn't the greatest writer, she certainly established her rules pretty well. Like, there was that whole thing where like, Voldemort couldn't touch Harry because of the magic of love basically protecting him up until <laughs> he was reborn with Harry's blood. And then like, so it was like, yeah, okay, you the rules might be silly and the rules are allowed to be silly, but the rules exist. That's the important thing. Yeah. They exist and they've been explained at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's that. Um, anything anything else that's been bothering you? Quarantine or anything um, Anything you've been doing to deal with it psychologically? Um, the only other things is that more so on the, the negative side of it. I just, I miss like just the simple things like going out and... Having lunch with someone or, you know, that type of stuff. All these tiny little things that we sort of just took for granted that were, like, normal things to do. 100%. It just sort of makes you go, well, fuck, I can't do that anymore. Like, I miss doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, being able to go visit people, like, being able to, like, for me, if if I've got a weekend alone and I'm not planning on seeing anybody... I will often just go to the movies on my own because it's something you can do on your own without, like, you don't really need another person, but you're getting out of yeah, the house and you're like... You can't go you know, to the movies anymore. I can't go to the movies now. And, like, but it's even stuff like I can't go visit friends in Sydney. I can't go visit people anywhere else. Like, I became acutely aware, and I think part of it's my background as well. Like, my um, my family on my, on my mother's side are all, like, Scottish Romani. So because of that, like, there's a bit of that, like, gypsy wandering kind of thing in there. But... <laughs> Like, I realized the other day, like, one of the ways I deal with my life not being exactly the way I want it to be is I constantly remind myself, yeah, Jared, if you want to, you can 100% just throw some shit in your car and drive away. Like, even if you have debts and stuff, you can do that. It's not a good idea. You'll have to, like, (laughs) run from your debtors, but you can do that. You're able to do that. And now I'm legally not really allowed to leave my home unless it's urgent. So I'm not allowed to leave. And, like, that's psychologically, like, I would never actually do that but it's a problem not being able to. So it's interesting that, like, not having... Like, even if you're not going to do something, not being able to do it is, like, a problem. It it feels bad because I'm like, I don't... Although I never really did a lot of that social stuff because I like being at home because I'm a fucking sad motherfucker, (laughs) it just... It makes me feel worse because now even if I wanted to, I can't. Yeah, exactly right. You can't, yeah. Like, and I mean, I don't know about you. I don't know how you are with your family and stuff, but like, I normally am like a pretty physical person with my family. So like I kiss my grandmother who I look after goodnight every night. I like hug my my, my mom and my nan a lot. I haven't been doing that because I don't want to infect them. Um, so I don't think I've really touched another human being in like, I don't know, a month? And like... Yeah, it's weird. You know, yeah, it is. Like, it's not a huge deal, but I do think it affects you psychologically. Like... They've talked about how, like, physically touching people actually does release a chemical in your brain and stuff and make you feel good. So I think, like, that's a big thing. Like, yeah, just not I'm just being curious to, to see, like, what what happens 
later on down the track with our sort of like people's mental health and that sort of thing. I wonder how this is going to affect people because 100% there's no doubt about it. It's going to put a dent in the way that we are as humans, but I'm curious to see like how or what it is. 100%, 100%, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see. You 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 are delayed there for a bit, but I got the gist of it. Um Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like they've talked about this. I read a I read a couple of articles last night which as I explained to you earlier like kind of made me have like a nervous breakdown basically. <laughs> um over just like how long this thing could go for. But they were talking yeah. about like there are probably going to be a lot of people with PTSD after this. Um who have to deal with these issues. I it's going to be interesting. I, I said this before, and I suppose this is to the viewer, to the listener, if you will, a little bit. Um, my only sort of takeaway big piece of advice, I try not to tell people how to spend this time too much, but I do think like when, the, like, I do think try and be a little bit productive, but don't be shitty on yourself if you can't be productive. But my main piece of advice is when this is all over, please be aware that the way the world goes after this is entirely up to us. Like, please be aware that like, the world isn't a bunch of people who are in power and you do what you're told. The world is a bunch of people and they collectively decide to do things and or allow things to happen. And there are two major things that can come of this that are really... One of them is really good, one of them is really terrible. The first, really, the first one is, I think a lot of us have realised how much the environment is fucked and a lot of us have realised, I think, how much we care about people and how much that connection is important. So I really hope we come out of this and go, oh, fuck, I need to really care about people more and... Maybe yeah. worry about my effect on the environment. The other thing that can happen is we can all kind of fall into this pit of just letting the government do a few too many things power-wise to us and also letting ourselves be isolated. I don't think it's going to go that way because most of what I'm hearing from people is, oh, shit, I hate this isolation. So I'm hoping it's going to turn into yeah. people actually having more collective things and going out more and not being a whole like generation of people just gaming all the time. Um yeah, well, mm-hmm. I think once <laughs> once it's sort of uh, the worst of it is over and we're finally sort of allowed outside again, I think I think everyone's just going to go fucking mad. Like, yeah. the first day that pubs reopen, I will be there. <laughs> like, it's just going to happen. It's going to be so crowded. There's going to be, like, so much going on. Like, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really hoping that when this is over and I'm not, I'm a bit past this age wise, but there's one thing I really want to do a lot more, which is go to some fucking festivals when this is over. Um, and actually enjoy some like group activities. There's this vegan market in the city. I kept meaning to go to, but I never got around to as soon as this is over. I'm going to be going to that. Um, there's like a burning man style festival that I meant to go to last year, but I didn't do. And I'm like, well, as soon as this is over, the next one that happens, I'm fucking that's going. What that's what I'm doing. It. Oh, that's what you I've know? been thinking about with, like, tattoos as well, with tattoo parlors oh, and man. shit like that being closed. I'm like, when this is over, I am going to get my tattoo. <laughs> like, nice, I'm going to get do it. heaps of tattoos. Like, I just yeah. have to now. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, because I got my first one not long before. Actually, I literally did while it started. It had... It hadn't gone off yet, but it had already, like, the rumblings had happened already about Corona. Yeah. Um, and after that, I was planning, like, later this year to get the half sleeve. Um, and now that I can't do it right now, even though I wasn't going to do it right now, I am so pumped to just get it done now. Um, <laughs> extra excited. Yeah, extra excited, thinking more and more about stuff like that, things I can do. Um, 
and I, I suppose for me as well, like it's activism as well. Like I was, I think I joked about this with you the other day where I was going, talking a lot about, I want to get involved in some activism and human rights stuff. And then this happened like not long after. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> now it's kind of illegal for me to fuck. And there have been like, I would argue kind of stupid people going out and doing like really close protesting of like other issues. And I'm like, guys, protest, but don't protest in a way that breaks the, the like physical isolating thing because like so, sorry the physical distancing thing yeah it's like right to, now the most because, important you know. thing is like distance and you know not spreading the virus yeah and don't give the police more of an excuse to demonize protesters either like you're just giving like the police an yeah, excuse you're just to giving yourself you for a, a good shit reason, name really. yeah exactly and i mean we've already done a pretty good job at giving a shit name to protesters in this country so we kind of they need to be fucking careful um I know there are still a lot of issues going on. There's certainly a lot of shit to protest. Like, you know, obviously there's like a lot of things going on in the world and that have been made worse by Corona. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't want to go into that too much here because, again, I don't want this to be a negative podcast, but that is stuff that happened. One really good thing that's come of this, though, is for those of you who haven't yet had a chance to watch Demolition Man that I told you to watch <laughs> last episode, you have plenty of time to watch it now. So go watch Demolition Man because oh it's the God. best movie in the world. This is my running gag. I'm going to keep doing this. What's happening? Are the dogs playing up? Just being annoying. (laughs) I can see him in the background just like looking like, what are you doing? Sometimes I wonder like what do animals think of us? Like animals just like, (laughs) they watch us do these weird things. Like what the fuck They're like, look at this dumb bitch. What the fuck is she doing? What a loser. And a lot lot of time they're like locked inside with us and shit because we're like their owners. And it's I just have this feeling sometimes that like, could you imagine if you were locked in like a house with a person and all of a sudden they just sort of started talking to like a cube? Like really just talking to a cube? And it's like, what the fuck? It just makes no sense. What are you fucking... And just you're looking, I'm like, I'm stuck in the house with this thing and it's talking to a fucking cube. What the fuck is going on? Like, I always, like, I'm sure this is a, a shitty comedy bit someone did in the 90s, more than likely. But one thing I've always thought about is, what do animals think if we get undressed in front of them? Because animals oh, don't have Jesus. clothes. What the <laughs> fuck do they think we're doing? Do they think about it at all? Do they think we're taking off skin or fur? What? Are the, I'm sure they don't think anything because they're animals and they probably don't have that kind of thought. But I often no, just that, think about No, it's not that deep. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I fucking hope not. It's anyway. just, it's the only thing that would be going on is, oh, look, that's my human. Yeah, yeah. Hey, got, have they got food? No, they don't have food. Okay. Did they have a ball? No, okay. God damn it. Well, someone made that joke about, because they redid the Dr. Doolittle movie recently. Um, they did a Dr. Doolittle and, um, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. And someone was joking that, like, if you could talk to animals, mostly they'd just be going, like, like run, 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 eat, 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 fuck, fuck. You're like, all they'd be thinking about is, like, sex, food, and sleep. That's the way it would work. It wouldn't just be, like, <laughs> it wouldn't be, like, them talking like people. I know that wouldn't make a good movie, but they were saying, like, that would be funny if they did a Dr. Doolittle movie and he was just like, oh, I can talk to the animals. What do they talk about? Mostly fucking, really. You know, that's <laughs> mostly what they talk about because <laughs> they're animals. What the fuck else are they going to talk about? They're not going to have complex minds with really interesting thoughts. I mean, I fucking hope not, right? Like, that'd be awful. Like, I think it'd be really awful if we found out tomorrow dogs had really mm-hmm. complex thoughts because, like, we don't give dogs a lot to do, man. We're not, like, stimulating dogs. I'd hate to find out that dogs are sitting around going, like, what am what I? What the fuck is my life? Like, I'm what, so yeah. bored. <laughs> what does it mean to be dog? Like, I just, like, I couldn't imagine, like, a little prowling dog. Self-aware dog. dog. 
Yeah, like that'd be the worst fucking thing in the universe. I kind of feel like maybe cats are a bit like that. Because like I just don't they're like just cats. so often grumpy. I'm, I don't know. I feel like man. I feel like cats know they're like this. They were this master predator, and we bred them into like little things. And I feel like sometimes they look at us and just like, you know, I used to be magnificent. Like I could have ripped you fucking limb for limb. Now look at me, you piece of shit. Like I don't know. I just get this feeling about cats. Yeah, something like that. Uh, what else? What else is there? Oh, okay. have, you got, have, have you got any Netflix or any suggestions of things people can consume while they're on the? Uh, isolation while they're stuck at home um i don't really watch like i haven't watched many shows lately as what i think i would like i think i've watched less netflix than i normally would okay okay that's good if that makes sense um just because i've been doing other things like you know writing and cleaning and shit great that's really good i think that's what you ideally should be doing i think i'm the same like my ipad has certainly said because what i mostly watch has set up my like i'm going down it, like about 10 percent a day my viewing slash using my ipad has been going down so that's going good. down yeah that's good that's good i watched that show on netflix recently um what was it called um the only thing i've been ooh. watching is um fucking korean tv shows i'm not gonna say Correct which korean ones TV. But okay. fucking hell, Korean TV is like a whole different world. Just really? it's so fucking funny to watch. I just are enjoy they like it comedy so shows? much. Are they, like, are they narratives or are they like a reality TV kind of thing? No, it's it's more like just sappy romance stuff because it's funnier to watch because it's <laughs> so cringy. I just yeah. cannot help myself but laugh like through the whole thing because it's just so funny. Yeah, that's like me with like occasionally like I'll watch a telenovela, which is like Spanish soap operas, and they're just like fucking magnifique, chef's kiss. They're just great. It's just so weird. Like the, it's so different to the way we are, and I'm like, I like that. It's good shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good shit. I speaking of Korean, I watched uh, Parasite the other day, which is that um, Oscar-winning. The fellow who did Snowpiercer, which is a Korean film. It's really that was really good. Not as good as I. Like, there was a lot of hype. So I was like, okay. Everybody this was better be good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I knew... It, I, like, I like Snowpiercer, so I knew it was going to be, like, very competently directed. But I was like... People were talking about, like, how, like, nuanced it was and how genius. And I'm like, okay. Let's like, see it. And I watched it and went, yeah, it is. It's very nuanced, but it's not, like... I don't know. It's not out of the realm of, It's like, not a 10 out of 10. Like, I don't know. It's just... It's very good. Like, it's going to probably be one of the better like economical commentary films made it certainly had a lot of twists and turns but i i always like something to blow to blow my mind something has to be something i think i could never conceive of like ever like and then it blows my mind and i watched that and went wow this is someone who's very very talented it was a very good script it was very good acting but it wasn't something that in an alternative reality if i was like a little more driven i couldn't see myself maybe writing like and that's me being an arrogant prat, because I, but I, I don't think I'd want to write that. But I just looked at him and went, yeah, this was a very cleverly written thing that was very good, and he's very good. Good job. You did a good job. This is a A plus. But it didn't blow. It didn't explode my mind. Like, yeah, it wasn't a moment where I was like, what? How could someone conceive of such a thing? I'm like, no, this. I, I joked that the main moral of the story was don't live in Korea if you're poor, because it's just like so much of it is just so terrible, and I'm oh like, my oh god. my god, this is awful. 
So yeah, that's good. Watch um, Parasite is on Stan in Australia, which is a streaming service. God so damn if you're it. in Australia, give that a watch. I, I got the 30-day free trial again just so I could watch it with my friends in Sydney. We Skyped it and watched that. Skyping, have you ever watched a movie with someone remotely? No. It's really, it's really fucking weird, hey, because you've got like a, a screen to your like to one side of you where you can see them watching the movie and then you're both watching the movie. And you, I think every now and then you feel this need to like check on them. So you like look over and go, what are they doing? Yep, okay, back to the movie. Yeah, but don't you do that if you go to like the cinema or something, you do that anyway like i do yeah. i find myself doing that yeah. like i'm looking that, over that's true if I they're a friend I'm, I'm just looking at their like i want to see what their reaction is to i don't know whatever happens on the screen a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent it is yeah I, I do exactly the same thing if i'm watching a movie at home with people i don't know i just feel but like if i'm going natural. on a date it's because i want to look at how hot they are <laughs> Oh man, can I? Can I you, Do you know how long quickly... it's been since I've been on a date? A long fucking time. I guarantee you, it's been longer for me. I guarantee you. Oh, probably, but I'm not salty actually, about it because, like, <laughs> men are trash. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I, yeah, I mean, not to be terrible to the area we live in, but I like this is not there's a good not, place to meet. No, people. there's really not a lot of um, fantastic. Uh, dateable candidates in this particular no, area? Really. Well, there's not a lot of young people in this area. And most of the younger it's people old, in this area... Yeah. rude people that think they're top dog in this fucking exactly. area. Exactly. And all the people my age are married with kids. And all the people your Either that age, or um, crack whores. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know. Most of the ones my age, if they're crack whores, they've moved to Sydney to make some more money. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are, and all the people your age are either going to be like listless people who don't know where they're going, or they're like people who are those like not to be terrible. It's going to make me sound really classist, but they're the kind of people who like they've had a steady job since they were like they're the kind of people who dropped out of school at like year eleven, year ten to go do a trade. So they have their shit so well together that like. They're kind of 35 anyway, even though they're 22. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're people who, like, and oh, they're God like bless so them. they're, like, so focused you know. on, like, something else that their personality is just boring. That's just, yeah, that's just me, yeah. though, because I find, to like... people like you and me, yeah. Everyone boring. Like, yeah. so many people that I talk to are just so boring. I'm like, I mean, no, I'll, thank you. I'll put it a slightly different way, which is I just feel like their priorities are very different to mine. Like... If I meet someone at that sort of age group here and they're still living in this area, they're usually someone whose dream it is to own a nice home and have children, which is oh, a lovely boring dream. Boring to me. Sorry. But it's not my boring. dream. Yeah. And they're usually like, pretty nah. middle of the road politically and like spiritually and just like, and that's fine. Again, I'm not criticizing those kind of people, but. It's, yeah, like, it's fine if yeah. you you are that kind of person, but that kind of person That's is not, not the yeah. person that yeah. I want to be with. I've dated plenty of people who are kind of that, maybe a little maybe a little bit more like they've got some kind of weird stuff going on, but in general, like I've dated a lot of kind of, I would argue, conservative people, and I've been like, oh, no, this girl's not for me because they're not like... I've. This is the thing about being a weird person, I think. Like I need to find another weird person who's also weird in a way that compliments me. Because there are plenty of weird people who are the opposite of me. And I'm like, well, I don't fucking want to be around a, like, a, white, a right-wing nut job or something like that. I want to like, find another kind of weird hippie spiritual person, which is like how Someone who's enough me. like you, but also 
different so that yeah, it's different balancing sure. out stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and that, I think, is one of the problems also with this kind of quarantine um, situation for people like you and me who are fairly young and fairly single and, like... Fairly I'm not single? In, what does that mean? I don't know. I just sort of said fairly again. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like... I mean, you're young anyway, but, you know, I'm, like, fairly young. You're young. We're both single. But we're, like, at this place where, like... I don't know about you, but for me, I'm not looking for anybody right now. But the reason I'm okay with that is because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to leave this place pretty soon. And then I'll be in a place with a better, more varied dating pool. So then I'll probably yeah. find someone. Yeah, Whereas no, when I'm it's like, the same with yeah, that. Right? I have the feeling like I'm not going to live in this particular area for that long. Eventually, I'm going to move. Eventually, I'm going to leave and be around yeah. people who have the same goals or similar goals and dreams as what I do because I yeah. really want to meet people that are into the same shit as me. 100%. That's what that's the that's the dream and to be sort of told, "Hey man, maybe for 12 to 18 months you won't be able," which in my case, I wasn't probably going to start even thinking about moving until sort of towards the end of this year. But the idea that I can't even start transitioning into a new career for like maybe 12 to 18 months is kind of terrifying to me. Yes, like, kind of. Actually, I'm, I don't really care because I'm comfortable where I am. Yeah, yeah, you're probably in a more stable place career. than me. Like, I'm happy where I am. Not to interrupt is currently experiencing technical difficulty. But luckily, Leah's pizza showed up seconds later, so we're going to have a little pizza break, and then we'll be right back. Thanks for your patience, guys. Welcome back, everyone. Sorry about the little delay there. Um, we had a little pizza break that we warned you about. Don't say we didn't warn you. Ah, <laughs> uh, So, that was about an hour in our time, guys. We were gone for, I think, roughly. Um, really? It was long enough. I don't know. Maybe half an hour. It was no, long it enough was for me definitely to, half an hour. Half an hour, okay. It was long enough for me to cook, like... A whole meal and eat it. So, however long that takes. Half an hour. <laughs> and luckily, it came right as we had a problem with Discord, so it worked out really well. Good timing, Discord. All right, we're still getting into the flow of this, guys. This is not as easy to keep natural as it is when you're in the same fucking room because the computers won't keep up. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see <laughs> how it we'll go. Internet is fucking struggling, but you know what can you do? So hard. Well, the problem is probably a bunch of other people are using the internet as well. Like, Yeah, well, that's what it is. You know? Yeah. Because also, like, even... I mean, this is pretty much peak hour for for using internet, but also people are... Pro there are a lot more people doing Skyping and party, like, online and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, there's just so many more people using it. Did we so seriously just lose Discord again? Gotta get cleaned up. <laughs> Okay, guys, so oh. we just had a big Discord issue, so we're back up again. <laughs> ah, this is going to be fun times. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, um, let's get right back into it then. Um, so, what else? What else is happening? This is really shitty for the flow, can I just say? Yeah, I have to I know. reboot my whole. I feel like I'm doing an intro every 10 minutes. <laughs> like, my brain has to um, figure it out. Dog can. I tell you what, earlier on with your dog was just sitting there staring directly into the screen, just like <laughs> dead-eyed into me. I'm like, is that dog looking at me? It's creepy Probably. as fuck. Staring um, okay. into your soul. Staring into my soul. What else? Like, normally we go from one thing to another, so that's the problem. Like, 
Yeah. You get into that flow, and then the flow gets fucking wrecked. Um, <laughs> fuck. I should I should have taken notes. I didn't really write down notes for this. Um, Let's see. What else do I have in? Because I don't want to get too. I mean, I, a lot of the things that are on my mind are way too preachy to talk about on here. Like that stuff, like, you know, that I just don't want to. Yeah. Bring up on the podcast. Like, I want to keep it light. What about music? Is there anything that you're listening to at the moment? Music. All right. Let's let's talk about music. Cool um, and different. Honestly, music-wise, I haven't actually been listening to anything particularly exciting. Um, I revisited. I'll just throw up my Spotify so I can see it physically because I can't really remember. What about you? Anything? Anything new for you? Why I'm just browsing Spotify quickly. Um, not really anything new, but I do find myself like over this isolation. I find myself like I've realized how much music I actually listen to like how many times have I said like take a shot every time I say like <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to die of alcohol poisoning I've realized how much I listen to it like at work yep oops that was the mouse <laughs> just smacking smacking the mouse smacking it down I listen to music all day every day like it's just so much. I re-listened recently to... I don't know, I don't know how interesting this is. Um, the Lonely Island, which is Andy Samberg's thing that we talked about in the first episode. Um, they did a thing a while ago that was called a visual poem. That's two of them as um, Jose Canseco and, and Big Mac. Um, which is like two very famous Big baseball Mac. players from like the <laughs> 90s. Yeah. And they're very famous for like doing a lot of steroids and stuff as well. Sort of part of that controversy. And they, I've been listening to that album again. Um as well as just like a lot of like old kind of like, I don't know, like rock and sort of shitty sort of music that was around sort of really popular when I was about like 20. So like a lot of Powderfinger and like My Chemical mm-hmm. Romance and mm. stuff like that. Um, it's not bad stuff though. Taking it. No, nothing terrible, but just like sort of a lot of it's whiny, shitty music that kind of like was good, but just I sort of haven't had come back into my periphery for a very long time. And I was like, oh yeah, I just sort of stumbled onto it on Spotify during my usual sesh and found it and been listening to it a lot sesh. i forgot how good powderfinger is powderfinger is really good um vulture street was like an album that came out when i was in like year 12 i think that was just like fucking magnifique <laughs> otherwise i don't know not a lot of anything else really music's been pretty stable for me i've probably actually been listening to less music since the quarantines happened um because i'm trying to focus a little more on reading and stuff like that I feel like I've I listened up. to more. Like, the whole day yesterday when I was doing my writing shit, I... It's not anything that was really cool or anything, but I just put on just a playlist that was made by someone that's, like, not um, royalty... Fr- it's royalty-free. So yeah, nice. you can put it behind streams and you know, YouTube videos or whatever. I just put that on because none of it... Like, all of it was just... Um, instruments like no vocals at all so it's easy to focus because i'm not sort of listening to two voices like what's going on in my head and someone else seeing <laughs> yeah but i think that was pretty cool i listened to the whole the whole playlist which was six hours long so i was in this process nice. for wow. more than six hours <laughs> it's crazy but yeah i listened to There's, all of that do you ever listen to music that um is in like another language and you don't know the lyrics. Oh, I can't do it. 
I can't, can't do it. I'm cu- I can't get into it. I I know like I've listened to a few like popular K-pop stuff, but I'm like K-pop it's songs, it's yeah, cool. Sure, sure. Like I can I I like the the vibes, but I don't really know yeah, what's yeah, going on, so it's hard for me to get into it. But there See, is start- one song, one Japanese song that I really like, I but it's only because it was the intro to my favorite anime. So it's just like, oh, okay, it's a standard okay, that fair. I would enjoy it so much. <laughs> I've got um, when I was, I'm just thinking back to when I was like going to concerts a lot in my early twenties. There was a band called uh, Wolf Mother that was really popular when I was like just out of high school. Um, Australian band. They did it. their first album was really good, and their first album had come out. They ended up touring around Australia with a band that I already knew about that I really liked called Dungan, um, which is like a Swedish that. band. No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. Not many people <laughs> had. And it was funny because I went to see them. I went to see Wolf Mother and like my friends got me to tickets to see Wolf Mother and I got almost more excited when I found out Dungan were co- opening for them. I'm like, what fucking Dungan? And I think I was the only person there that wasn't like Swedish that knew who they were. And they were like psychedelic, like... Like, I suppose we'd, we'd almost call it trans now. Like, it's like rock, but like trans rock. But back then, I don't think that was a term that was that commonly used um, yet. So it was mostly just like psychedelic rock kind of stuff. But because psychedelic rock is so like otherworldly and just like, you know, all over the place, not being able to hear the lyrics, I think actually made it better. Because like, and again, any Swedish people listening, this is probably going to come off really racist, and I'm, I'm really sorry, I really don't want to offend you. But, like, literally the lyrics are something along the lines of, like, Like, that's what it sounded like to me. Like, in my <laughs> uneducated, not Swedish head, that's all I heard. And I think that if you're going to listen to, like, a trans kind of music, it's easier to, like, get into that, like, cool headspace of just not thinking and just enjoying the flow when you're not focusing on, that's a good lyric, or that's a shit lyric. Yeah. Or, God forbid, that lyric's a bit problematic, which, like, especially with a lot of club kind of music, which trans sort of overlaps with some club music, there's a lot of, like, pro-drug stuff, and sometimes it gets a little bit, like, like misogynistic from time to time, because obviously, like, like the yeah. trans and community kind of comes off the still in music you know, these so. days. It's just a, it's oh, never going to get out yeah, of music. Sure. Yeah, No, I think it'll be in music until it's not in society, and I don't know if that'll ever fucking happen. Um, Probably not. Here's the thing. Here's a weird little riff I can go on. Um, One thing that I've become acutely aware of recently that I never realized before, I think we talked about this a little bit last time. I've just become aware that, like, the amount of women I've dated in the past who, when I look back on it, I've realized are these, like, they're female misogynists. (laughs) Where, like, they're the kind of people who would, like, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this last, the first episode, which was they're the kind of people that would be like, I'm not like other girls. I Ew. I think I I think I should shut up. Like it's that sort of like it's not exactly that. that, but it's that kind of like hate those. Kind yeah, of people I know. Like I'm not yeah. like other girls. I play games and like I'm such yeah, a nerd. Yeah. It's like shut yeah. the fuck up. No one uh, thinks uh, you're cool. You're fucking lame. Stop bragging, you <laughs> goddamn dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're like not. A, and if you are impressing men, trust me, you're impressing the wrong kind of men. Like you don't want to impress yeah. like. <laughs> Like, you don't want to get guys on side by being like, yeah, I agree. Like, I think girls should just, like, I like to play games, but it also will make you a sandwich. Like, it's like, no, whoa, 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 don't. Like, not even from a feminist standpoint. Like, I can come at it from a feminist standpoint and be like, you're putting the movement back. But also, just from a human standpoint, you're going to be in a shitty relationship. 
if you're coming at it from a misogynistic place because yeah. I hate to be awful, but you're a woman. Like if you're a woman and you're a misogynist, that's not going to end that well for you. And like, um, that was a real, like a realized. And I mean, when I was younger, I was probably a little bit more mis- like, I mean, a hundred percent, like when I was like in my early twenties, I a hundred percent was a little bit misogynistic and wasn't aware of it. Um, just as I'm sure, 10 years from now, I'll look back on now and be like, oh, I was still a little bit misogynist. Like, look, there's some misogyny right there in the way I felt about that. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's probably why I was attracting women like that. But I didn't think about it at the time because I was young and stupid and didn't really care what, like, the political stance of someone was. But now I'm like, oh, wow, no wonder those relationships didn't end well. You were with someone who didn't even really like their own gender, which, like, you cannot get on with other girls. But if you don't like the concept of your own gender... um, I just don't I like that makes no sense to me like how can you not how can you hate being what you were born as I mean there are black Nazis so and Jewish Nazis so anything's possible right like um, I I guess but like I don't know my brain just can't fathom like no, of course not because you're mentally like healthy in that way mentally sound (laughs) not really like, and, and let me just, like, I want to preface this with something, which is, this is not, I'm not talking about the same thing as not being okay with your gender in the sense of, like, you're a, you're someone who's gender fluid or trans, or you don't feel like your gender, like, the gender you seem to be is the gender you are. That's a different issue. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about yeah. someone who identifies as a woman, who is a woman, and who is against the idea of, like, being a woman, not for, a, like, not... Like I'm a, I would argue that I'm a guy. It just makes no sense. Can, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like I would argue I'm a guy that I don't really like the whole. Like I'm not a big fan of the gender thing in general. I think it's kind of like it can be quite destructive in a lot of ways. But I'm not against men. That would be yeah, insane. That would be like, stupid. I, like yeah, like um, I, I don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of problematic people out there, but I'm not like actively going like oh fucking men. Like, there are certainly, we. I mean, last time we had a conversation about, like, how men don't get dressed up and shit to go out. I have problems with certain kinds of people, but that's not because they're yeah. men. It's just because that's a stereotype that, it's like, a particular I don't like about a lot of men. thing within that. Yeah. I exactly. can't think of within that group. the yeah. English, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know and what I'm I mean. I'm not hating on those. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I'm not hating on those people. I'm hating on that kind of behavior. Like, that that's the difference, behavior. too. Like, yeah. Whereas, like, I'm sh- like, I don't think I'd ever really thought about female misogyny until probably about twelve months ago, and now, everywhere I look on the internet, I'm noticing these kind of people who, like, they think they're doing something that's getting them like a lot of credit, where it's like, oh, I'm being cool, and it's like you're you're really not, like, you're you're uh-huh. you've, you've been you've been tricked into shooting yourself somehow, like the world is so twisted that you actually like. Yeah. Anyway, this is like, like I feel like this is this is teetering on being too political. So I'm gonna like drift off it. Yeah. But I just thought that was an interesting <laughs> thing. Like, um, I just thought that was interesting that that's and I do think you attract a certain kind of people when you're a certain kind of person. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I watched recently, um, just thinking about Nazis because I mentioned Nazis was uh, I w- <laughs> finally watched our uh, Black K Klansman. I think it's Black K K Klansman. I think it's called or Black Klansman. Oh really? It's got Adam Driver in it, and it's about um, it's about basically a, a black gentleman who um, in the seventies I want to say who um, who is a policeman who becomes um, who gets a membership over the phone to the KKK and just, and trying to take him down. So he's talking with like one of the heads of the KKK, and he's a black man. 
and they're talking about how much they hate black people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, talking, like, r- about racism All because right. he's trying to get in there and take him down. And then Adam Driver has to play him in the person. It's a comedy drama. Like, it's quite funny, but obviously it's fucking really heavy content and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that was really good. I, that's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. I think it popped onto Netflix recently on Australian Netflix. Really worth a watch if you didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, I wish I could remember the name of anybody that was in it except for Adam Driver. Um, but I don't. He's the only actor in it that I really knew. So I apologize for the lead of that um, the lead of that movie, who was also a, a very good actor. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Jesus Christ. Okay, we're back again after another technical difficulty. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, all right. I have no idea what we were talking about or where Me. we're up to. So we're just going to... Guys, I know we made these like jokes slash apologies during the first episode, but I have a feeling this episode is going to be worse than the first one just yeah. because... It's us not doing it for ages combined with this whole fucking remote thing. Um, it's just a fucking nightmare. But that's fine. We wanted to get you guys something. Something so you have something to listen to. Something to keep those ears active. We don't want them to atrophy. Yeah. Even if it's like really shit, it doesn't matter. It's just it's just people talking. And that's what we exactly. want to do. We want to entertain people and give you something to do at least. Exactly, exactly. Something. Um, so I don't know what else, guys. Um, oh, what else can I talk about here? I mean, my big thing is, like, you and me have been talking about, like, doing some creative projects and not sort of, not just sitting around watching Netflix. And I will say, like, this is a really good time, even if you're not creative, to just sit back and sort of think about things you wouldn't normally think about and just give yourself, like, that stillness that I think we all need from time to time. Yeah. Um, it's like know, a break good from all the hectic shit of normal life because everything's sort of quieter now you sort of get a moment to sit there and go what is my life (laughs) exactly exactly it's nuts and i've seen a lot of people who are shifting their gear a little bit and a lot of people who are saying things like oh shit i um i didn't realize the kind of life i was living or i didn't realize what the world was like and now i'm at this place where I, i now know what's going on um which is good because that's the first step to actually changing a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. much of that you heard because oh wow, that was really weird. The really weird thing about Discord sometimes is if sometimes pauses you and then unpauses you, so it looks like you're going super fast, like a little Sonic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, yeah, so that's really good. I mean, I'm not trying to preach to anybody. If you really, if you're really feeling overwhelmed and you just need the comfort of rewatching an old show on Netflix, like I'm rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Stan at the moment. So like that's <laughs> popcorny garbage. <laughs> Um, I understand, but, you know, it might be a good time to really reevaluate and just figure out what can you change when the world comes back online, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, reach out to people because um, that's why I'm trying to say physical distancing rather than social distancing because, like, we do yeah. need to reach out to each other on Skype or whatever, on Discord, whatever we're reaching out to each other on and just... 100%, because like, everyone's know. sort of in the same boat at this point, so... More than likely, you're going to have other people that you can talk to at the same time. 
Yeah, isn't it really weird? I'm, I, I want to speak to that for a minute. Isn't it really weird to be going through something the whole world is going through? Because usually, like we had the fires in Australia a couple of months ago, yeah. but that was specifically an Australian problem. It's really weird to be going through something that the whole world is going through. So every one of my content creators that I listen to or watch is talking about, like it's so, we're very isolated, but I've also never felt more globally connected to everybody. Yes, I agree with that 100%. Like it's weird when it's, well, it's normal when it's, like, just one thing that's, like, maybe in your town or in the country that you're in. But to know that, like, everyone else, no matter what culture you're in, is also yeah. going through this, it's, like, I feel like a sense of unity with the human race. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not seeing that much of what you would normally get with something like this, which is like a little bit of an... Like, we're getting a little bit of nationalism, obviously, because people are closing borders and stuff, but I'm only getting a little hints of people, like, you know, getting a little racist and blaming the Chinese and stuff. For the most part, it seems to be people going like, shit, this is no good. Um, This is awful. Oh, well, like, we're all in it together. And that seems to be the attitude, which is nice. Um, I found out a thing, um, I was listening to a podcast earlier today and I found out in New York um, at 7pm every night, because that's when the shift changes at hospitals, everybody in New York sticks their head out of their window and just yells New York and starts hollowing as like a ode <laughs> to all the hospital workers. Oh, that was kind of cool. I wish we had something cool like that. I don't know, maybe we do, but it's not, not something I've I mean, heard yeah. of. Yeah, we don't live in a city, so it's not as big Probably of a deal, up, I think. Yeah, up in Sydney. And a big part of it, I think, is like, I know the hospital workers and stuff in America aren't getting any hazard pay or anything. For Are we? Is anyone yeah. here? I have no idea. I, 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 I have, my mother's a nurse, but she works in aged care. Like, she's not getting oh, anything. Yeah. But I don't know if... You've got to also understand, I don't think... And again, I might be ignorant of this, guys. But I don't think our hospitals are having as many problems as American hospitals. Because Americans have, obviously, no public health care and they yeah, have um, their system you know, is a little bit more broken than yeah, what yeah. ours is so i guess they i'd argue struggling. non-existent you know i mean and i mean like even <laughs> for them like if you look at the amount of cases that we have as australia is much much less than what america yeah, is right. doing yeah. at the moment so they're probably really 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 struggling yeah their hospitals are apparently full up in a lot of the cities you gotta also remember They've got so much density. Like, the population of, like, New York City is pretty close to... I think it's, like, 12 million. And there's only, like, 22 million in Australia. So, like, that's not... Like, just imagine... Like, that's the problem. It's so... I I think New York especially are having a lot of trouble because New York is so population dense. It's the same reason why, like, uh, Beijing had so much problems with it because, like, China is so population dense. One area, it's going to... You know, it's going to spread quicker because there's so many people in one area. Exactly, yeah. Whereas I know, like, middle America and a lot of the smaller parts of America, they're not doing that badly because they're not densely populated. So it's pretty much fine. So in the the same way, we're kind of lucky in the sense that we're not that big of a country. Like, we're very big land-wise, but people-wise, we're not that big of a country. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine living in England? Like, England's such a little country and it's so population-dense. That'd be so fucked up right now because, like... I mean, I don't know how many people it's are in crazy. London. I don't think but it's that you be a can lot. even go, like, they're still stuck inside from, like, no exercise or anything like that. I don't, 
pretty sure you yeah, can't do any of that over down, there at I the think, moment. Yeah. Like, that would drive me fucking insane, man. Of course, you can do your own exercise in the privacy of your own home, but it's not really... If you live in an apartment, I mean, that would be a struggle because you don't have yeah. anywhere to go. Like, you can't just go, oh, just go for a walk and or do some yoga in the backyard because you don't have a fucking backyard. Backyard. Yeah, I feel really blessed to be on property, like not big property, but we have like an acre. So like I can I can wander around and get some outdoor time even without going to the park, which I am going to the park quite often anyway, like in the morning when there's nobody there. But it's good to be able to do that. And I'm, I'm in nature. Whereas like yeah. I know people who live in like my friends who live in Sydney. I have two friends who live in Sydney and they have a little apartment, like little, not an apartment. It's more like a duplex, like a two story thing, like a four minute walk five minute walk from central station like they have to go outside to get outdoor time because they yeah. have a little patio area they do have an outdoor area but it's not fucking it's just, very nice it's not like, enough it's like you can't say like oh i'm going outside and you sit on a, a like a balcony like that's it's not exactly. the same yeah. thing really no no it's better than nothing like at least you won't feel like that complete claustrophobic feeling but I mean, they're lucky that they live across the road from a park, but it's not a really nice park. It's just, like, grass. Yeah. Like, and it's going to be... And from what they've told me, which I was shocked by, Sydney's not really doing that much. I don't know about now, but back then, a couple of weeks ago, they weren't doing a lot of social distancing. Like, they were. Like, that one of them was working from home and the other one was doing only partial work at work. But, like, they were saying they, went, they go to Woolies and their local Woolworths, which would be, like, the middle of Sydney. And they said they were packed out. There was no, there didn't seem to be any kind of maximum amount of people allowed in there, which that really shocked me because obviously the store we work at has a minimum, has a maximum, and uh, so does Woolworths in um, the town that we work in, which is a small town. Um, they have, I think, I don't know what the limit is, but they have a dude outside who like doesn't let you in if they're at the limit. Yeah, well, I saw that today when I went um, over there. They had someone standing there with the sanitizer with the and, sanitizer, you know, yeah. counting how many people are in. I'm like, okay, so they're actually keeping tabs on it. Like, everyone's sort of doing it. Yeah, it's good. I went to um, I went to a different, a different um, like, a little chain. I can't say which chain it is because they're only in Sydney in the little town we live in, so I don't want to... I don't want to give people that kind of clue as to where we that. live. No, but it's a like a it's small chain supermarket, um, like a real little boutique one. And I went there um, a couple of towns over from where I am because Woolworths was just too busy. And even there, they had a dude outside with like the the spray. He wasn't touching the spray. You had to spray yourself, but he was like pointing people towards it so they would spray themselves with their sanitizer. I take my own wherever I go, so I'm not worried about that. But <laughs> I never had yeah. my own, so like. When this stuff started happening, I was like, fuck, I don't actually have my own hand sanitizer. So now I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm screwed. <laughs> actually, here's an... Okay, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Um, I want to know if you've had the same experience to me. Uh, I've... It's really interesting now because like if I'm watching like a YouTube video, not so much movies, but like YouTube videos especially because... I think we get used to watching YouTube videos and they were made recently. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if I'm watching a YouTube video from five years ago, in my head, I'm imagining it was... It's I'm almost imagining it's live. You know what I mean? In my head. Like, it's You're this weird crazy. little thing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I know it's not live, but you know what I mean? Like, if I'm watching, like, I don't know, a Danny Gonzalez video, I'm in my head going, oh, that's a thing he recorded, like, in my head, like, recently. And every now and then they'll say, you know, it'll be like a 2017 from someone and they'll say something about that time. And I'll go, oh... Okay, that's when that was recorded. Anyway, 
I've been watching YouTube videos a lot recently and when I'm watching them, I'm constantly like, oh, wow. Like my brain's filtering it all through like this social distancing concept where I'm like, oh, you couldn't do that now. Like, like even like... Like, oh, um, and you're picking uh, yeah. up on all those little things and you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't be able to do that now. Like, I can't do that now. And it's some of the stuff is so unsanitary. Like, there's a so there's a uh, YouTube channel called Sh- Smoosh. I think it's called a Smosh. Smosh? And, um, Smosh, that's it. Smosh, yeah. And they <laughs> do um, Smoosh. <laughs> People are going to give you so much shit oh, for that. Oh, so much shit. Hey, man, I watch their videos all the time, but I very rarely hear them do you watch um, their YouTube channel. What's his name? Anthony's newer videos that he has going on at the moment. Which ones are they? Just the ones where he sits down with, you know, blah, blah, blah person for a day or whatever. I spent I spent a day with oh, people yeah, yeah. with yeah. blah, blah, blah. I've seen one or two of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. I'm just yeah, getting into really them. Good. I'm like, this is really good. That's a channel I sort of... That's one of those weird channels for me where it's always been like two steps removed from what I watch. So I wasn't... Yeah, yeah. And yeah, until recently I wasn't subscribed to them, but every now and then one would pop up and I'd watch it. Um, and now I'm subscribed, so I'm getting a lot more of it. But I love their try not to laugh ones where it's, you know, like they basically sit there with water in their mouth and they have to come out and make them laugh. And if water comes out of their mouth, they lose. Yeah. Um, and That's um, an old challenge. That's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sold. They've been doing it for, I, th- I think they're still, I think they, in, until recently, were still doing them. They've got like 40 of them now or something. Um, Jesus. But they were doing one, they had one up from like two years ago or something. And two of the guys come out and like start basically spitting water into each other's mouths. As like, obviously part Ew. of it is that it's, yeah, part of it is that it's gross. But I'm watching it and my first thought was, well... That's not like good sanitization. Like I'm thinking about like, and it's like we, they're touching each now. other's faces. Yeah, Corona. I mean, like anybody touches anybody's face on like a YouTube video, and I'm like, you shouldn't be doing that, man. The Corona. It's just really interesting to me that like my consciousness has shifted to that. Have you noticed that at all with yourself? Just, like, are you noticing that? Yeah. Well, I mean, more so for me, like at work, I've just been picking up on all these things that we should have already been doing, like. The amount of cleaning that we do, yes, when the shit is over, we can turn it back, but we should end up somewhere in the middle. We should be doing yeah, a bit more sure. than what we were doing before, which I think might become the normal thing. Like, for a while after this pandemic is over, I think a lot of people will be focusing a lot more on how sanitary they're being. Yeah. I definitely think businesses will be. I think a lot of people will go back to being complacent and lazy. But, um, like, I, because my mum's a nurse, I've always known about, like, don't touch your face. I've always known that. My mum's always telling me, Jared, don't touch your face at work. I just just ignore, like, I always touch my face, like, especially when I don't have makeup on and I'm, like, having a stress moment. I just, like, rub my face or whatever. But now that I'm, like, I'm not allowed to, it's, like, it just feels annoying and bad i'm like oh my god like take my hands yeah. away please well, I have stop glasses. Touching face. yeah exactly I, I touch my face all the time i have glasses and a beard which are the two most likely things to make you touch your face yeah because like you know beards get in the way and glasses move so like i'm fucked i'm gonna touch my face no matter what yeah but I i'm still always like pushing my glasses up still i'm like i'm not gonna touch my face but i'm just gonna like yeah yeah move pull the my glasses, glasses yeah. up <laughs> exactly yeah it's it's crazy with that sort of stuff. I do think like I, I don't know if I I don't know if I've said this on the podcast or I've just mentioned it to you, but 
one of the things I really hope comes out of this is I always tell people if they're going to get on an airplane, don't touch the um the the tray. Yes, you because I watched ew. the documentary. Yeah, I watched a documentary a while ago, and they were saying like the trays never get cleaned. Like if somebody spills something on the tray, then um they will of course they'll wipe it down with they'll like wipe it down something yeah. absorbent but they're not going to actually use something that would kill germs no no and they never actually clean like there's no process which makes sense right but there's no process between like there's no process between it should be service your- to service like you get on a plane and then you get off and then people clean yeah. everything and then the next lot of people get on like that's it just doesn't happen and apparently that yeah there is no staff apparently I, I mean again this is an older documentary but apparently not that old though like maybe five years but apparently that like the the stewards or and stewardesses or whatever the hell they call them now the air hostess hosts hostesses um, hostesses i don't know what the hell what they call the fuck um gonna... we'll we'll go through air the aisles. bitches Oh, flight attendant. That's what they're called. Flight attendant. That's that's the not really sexist <laughs> no, term. No, we're just going to call them The flight attendants will go through the aisles and pick up all the, car- the garbage and shit. But from what I've been told, nobody cleans them. So that may- And a lot of people change nappies on those fucking things. Like change babies' nappies on them. Apparently it happens quite a lot. So like when you're eating your chicken cordon bleu. Why? Like, yeah. yeah. Why on earth, if you had a child, would you be changing their nappy... Apparently people do. On yeah. at your seat. Apparently people do. Why why would you not disgusting. go to the toilet? Do the, do, I've I don't think I've ever been to the toilet on an airplane. Really? Oh, I have. I have. But like do they they usually have like a lid that you could put down and put the baby on it? Maybe? No, I don't think I don't think there's a lid on the toilet, no. But I do think they Because I guess have... it makes sense if they don't have like a lid or there's like Nowhere to actually put your child. Yeah, I do I mean, think there's okay, got to be. But like, there'd what there'd the be fuck? a changing. I'm oh, surely there would be some sort of changing table in there. I don't know for sure. They're pretty fucking small, man. Like, the toilets are the. Like, I had the great dissatisfaction of having gastro once while coming back oh. from Rockhampton, and luckily it wasn't too bad when I was on the plane. But I did have to go to the bathroom, and um, they are fucking awful places to be, even when you aren't. aren't like even if you're just going in to have a little pee, quick little pee, you know, and get out of there. Even then, it's miserable. Even as a dude, it's where just I can a shit stand, time. it's just not great in there, man. They're they're little, they're shitty. Like they have the weird fucking j- jet fuel thing where it sucks everything out. Like it's weird. <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's not a pleasant experience for anyone. Yeah, but that happens. So I'm hoping, at the very least, from now on. We'll disinfect because the one thing I don't want us to do is I don't believe in like sanitizing everything all the time. I do believe that's a fucking dangerous thing to do. Like yeah, as in, like when you're a, a baby, if you have a parent who is uh-huh. extremely like over cleaning things, your child's yep. gonna end up like immunodeficient or some shit. Yep. They're gonna yeah. have the shittest immune system because they haven't been exposed to anything. So a little exactly. bit of germs is is normal but we should be cleaning really gross things like feces exactly. and shit off yep. stuff <laughs> we should be cleaning i would say places that are really public areas like again like registers and and park benches and shit yeah things that people Regularly. are like frequently touching or yeah you know putting bodily fluids on 
Exactly. Yeah, we should be fucking disinfecting those because there are immune deficient people and we do have to worry about them. We can't just leave them to fucking die. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing. Whereas like, and I, yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like I, I like the reason kids put everything in their mouth is to get them their immune up. That's why we do it. We're, naturally, when we're children, we are predisposed to put shit in our mouths because we're trying to become immune to our fucking environment. I mean, I do. There's lots of things I do hope we do get better at, like maybe making sure our food isn't fucking poison and full of like diseases, which is you know one of yeah. the things. Like uh, food you know. workers now having to wear gloves when they kind of should have been wearing been. them all been, along. Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing that own... most disgusts me about us where we work is that thinking back on how little we actually cleaned the benches and how filthy they were when we did (laughs) yeah yeah it actually makes me gag thinking about it like right now it's so disgusting i'm like once this shit is over i swear to god we better have us cleaning it like when the store opens and when the store closes at least exactly right yeah or at the very least it should be part of like we do have the cleaner who comes in but they don't come in every day so at the very least, we either get the cleaner in more often, or yeah, but it's part they're of our not really process. cleaning a whole the lot no. either. Like no. they're only doing it now because of fucking Corona. That the only thing well, they thing- used to do was fucking mop and vacuum the floors and shit before. Basically, yeah. One thing the cleaner does now that I'd never thought like I th- I knew about it as being a messy thing, but I never thought about how we don't clean it, which is the handle to our toilet. He cleans Yeah, that that's now. why I, know, I never like touching. Like, if I'm wearing yeah. my jacket, I'll always open and close yeah, the door. Yeah, you with open it with that. Yeah, my sleeve. Well, what I usually do when I'm in the toilet there, because the lo- you have to unlock it. I unlock it, open it, and then I wash my hands, and then I kick it open. Yeah, so yeah, I do that. I don't have to interact with it as a as a as a uh, with with clean hands. Um, I think we need a new hand dryer though, because. I'm sick of wiping my hands like on my clothes or wasting paper towel. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I've got to use paper towel on it. My only concern, to go back to what you said before about, you know, people wearing gloves in, in um, hospitality, I do like people wearing gloves at, like, McDonald's and stuff, which they do. They do. Like, when I worked at McDonald's, it was a really thing where not the people giving you the food, but the people dealing with the like, food always yeah, wore gloves. There. Yeah, but my only argument with small restaurants is I think that clean hands are cleaner than gloves. Because when you wear gloves in a restaurant, you yeah. often wear them for hours on end and you you're can't touching, wash your you're hands. You're picking up everything and you're not yeah. really... That's why yeah, I don't really like... You're scratching your butt. Who knows what you're yeah. doing, you know? Whereas when I... I don't know. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are chefs out there that are grotty pieces of shit. But when I worked and ran a kitchen, I was washing my hands pretty regularly. Um... And I did wear gloves when I dealt with, like, meat and stuff to prevent... And even then, I would argue with my boss at the time. Went, like, he was like, you have to wear gloves when you're dealing with the, the veal. Because he doesn't want you to grab the veal and then you go interact with other food. I'm like, I wouldn't. I'd wa- I wash my hands after dealing with the veal every fucking time. There's no reason for me to wear... Like, I just didn't see the point. But I did it anyway because it's cross-contamination. And I'm fairly certain it might actually be part of the health code. But mm-hmm. I, my <laughs> argument has always been, just wash your hands well. I know that that's hard to enforce, but that's what... Yeah. Like, I just feel it's like saying safer, people wear gloves. It's safer... When you, when you think about it from, like, a scientific standpoint, 
it's it's going to be safer to wear gloves while you're touching something and then you take the gloves off because there's a physical barrier there yeah, yeah, that yeah, you cannot sure. get in there. Whereas if, you, if you're just relying on washing your hands, you might miss a spot or it's still That's true. That's true. stuck under your fingernails or something like that. As long as we're pushing the hand washing on top of it, my main concern, I have no idea if this is good content, by the way. Every time my, you take your gloves off, you should wash your hands afterwards. Yeah, 100% you should. And that's also the problem I have with the sanitizer thing. A lot of people are going, you got to make sure you sanitize all the time. I'm like, yes, but sanitizing is not as good as washing your fucking hands. Mm-hmm. Make sure you wash your hands. You can't just sanitize. You can't it carry kill around everything. hand sanitizer and use that for the rest of your life. You need to actually use soap and yeah. water, which is better than sanitizer. It works better. And also, I I think I said this on the little recording I did before our last podcast. But also, make sure you dry your hands properly because drying your hands is a big part of the cleanliness. If you don't like, from what I know of soap, the way most soap works is it loosens the bacteria. So yeah, it makes the water, the water molecules smaller so that it can get into the very yeah. fine cracks of your skin. If you don't wipe that off, it's just going to dry back on your fucking hands, you grotty piece of shit. So dry <laughs> your hands. Okay, I, I want to. Okay, I'm going to throw a question out there. We've kind of already answered it, but I'm just. I want to throw it out there. Is there anything particular that you haven't mentioned that you really just want to do when we're done with this whole bullshit quarantining? Anything that's really just. I'm going to do that. I'm on the spot now trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, I don't really think there's any... Nothing really comes to mind other than, like, the tattoos and... Yeah, the tattoos is a big one. Yeah, that's for me as well. Just enjoying, like, trying to spend a bit more time with my friends or maybe people that I haven't seen in a while. Actually organising meetups and seeing those people instead of just putting things off like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Yeah, I was organizing a couple of trips with my friends that kind of just fell by the wayside about like a year ago. Like we were going to go to like one of those arcade bars, you know those ones where it's yes, like, it's like a game one arcade but also a bar. <laughs> and we were going to like dress up in like almost basically costume cosplay and just go to these bars. And it kind of just fell by the wayside. We kind of just forgot about it. So I was like, oh, we need to do these things again. We're also going to go on like a hiking trip um, to the Blue Mountains, which we just didn't that would be cool, sort of do. Yeah. So. Stuff like that. Um, definitely not taking stuff like that for granted as much, I think. I think a lot of introverted people um, who don't get out as much are going to be like, oh, I really want to get out now and do some do some outdoor stuff because they haven't been allowed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that's me, 100%. <laughs> All right, well, I think I think that's a sode, really. I think that's one episode done. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm not yawning. That's all right, that's all right. It's like all right, so, um, 8.30 p.m. I'm like, I'm yeah, it's. <laughs> I didn't realize we'd been going this long, but I didn't realize it was this early. I actually feel really tired. Maybe it's because I had a couple of drinks, but I'm like, very like. I thought it, was, like, it feels like it's ten <laughs> o'clock in my. One thing with yeah. the fucking daylight savings ending, I it like was driving home at five and the sun was going down. And you're like, what's going on? Is it like seven thirty p.m. or something? It's like, no, it's not. Exactly. Crazy. Discord's fucking up again, so this is the perfect time to end it. Do you have anything to plug, Leah? To plug? No. Okay. Neither do I, because that's because we don't do things. Um, I will have some YouTube videos coming out soon, so I'll mention them in the next episode. Um, oh yeah. Hopefully. I guess I guess mine will be eventually. I don't know when I'm gonna put them out because I have two that are 
recorded, but I just want to like proof watch them one more time to make sure that's 100% what I want to go out and then I can post. But I don't know how long that's going to take because the internet's garbage and I'm probably going to have to leave it on (laughs) for like two days for it to upload. (laughs) So goodness knows when that shit will be out there. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. Oh, well. All right. Well, that'll do, guys. Um, Again, you can email us at uh, nottointerrupt at gmail.com. You can go to Anchor and um, you can leave us a voice message there. And you can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, and very soon, once, <coughs> I don't know, very soon, hopefully, on on, on uh, YouTube. But we can't record them live. I mean, we could probably record this, but this is a fucking nightmare, so I'm not going to record this. Like, yeah, as a nah, video. it's probably um, going to be shit. <laughs> So it'll probably be a couple of months at the very least before we're recording these live. But that's okay. All right, guys. Have a great time. Be safe. And uh, we love you. Ew. No, I'm kidding. (laughs)